Hey man, this is Mike Salen with another Men's Ministry Moment. I uh, brought you into my quiet space today, the area where I meet God every day. And uh, and, and I would like to, to share with you the, the, some of the things that he, he um, I get to speak with him, so to speak. So I'm inviting you into my quiet space. And this is where I start every day, uh, where I meet God uh, each day with my Bible and my notebook and maybe a devotional guide. But this week I want to talk with you about having a devotional time and reading the Bible uh, uh, periodically. When I, when I reached out to pastors and men's ministry leaders for, for uh, their one question or concern about ministry men, this was a significant concern for men to develop a quiet time or devotional time in their lives. This past week I asked men what they're using for their devotionals and several men responded with, Items such as Tony Dungy's Uncommon, or U version, uh, A Journey in Life in Real Time, Kingdom Man, C.S. Lewis, uh, My Bible in One Year, Stand Firm, Utmost for His Highest, and of course, the Bible itself. So the message here is there are many resources for men to tap into to help with developing a devotional time. If you're not sure what to use as you start, Ask your pastor or men's leader in your church to, uh, to help you. Now, the next question is when and where? <clears throat> if at all possible, I would encourage your devotional time to be the first thing you do in the morning when you wake up. But being one who for, you know, uh, for over 40 years, I had a job that I had to be on site between 6 and 7 in the morning, and sometimes even earlier than that, plus I had a one-hour commute. Having an early morning devotional time was not easy. It would mean I would have to get up by 4 a.m. in the morning. And, and I know people do, but for me, I, I was not a morning person, so it was nearly impossible for me to get, to get started. So what did I do? I said I had a one-hour commute. So my quiet time for many years was in my car. Not many people on the road at 5 in the morning. So it was a great time to pray when the Internet became a reality and apps started becoming a reality. Many Bible reading apps could uh, read the Bible to you. Then, then you could meditate on what you heard and pray over the scripture. I had some great times in my truck. And, and this is one of the places where God reaffirmed me while I was working through my cancer that my work for him was not done. That was 14 years ago. I've been known to have a quiet time in my office or go out to my car during lunchtime. When I first started with the company as an industrial mechanic, I had been known to sit on my workbench over my tool locker to read my Bible and, and to pray during lunch. Now, since I've retired almost five years ago, my quiet time is right here, right here in my home office, sitting here on this couch with my Bible and my notebook. But what I want you to understand is that your quiet time can be anywhere, anywhere you can stop, Read your devotional, your Bible, and pray. Don't beat yourself up if you don't or can't do it first thing in the morning when you get up. For many years, I didn't. Just seek a time when you can. But let's be real. Did I or do I have a quiet time every day? That's my goal. And early on, I missed a lot of days. Now I miss very few. I will admit it's easier now that I'm retired and I can set my schedule. 
And for those of you who are self-employed, it should be easier than ones who has to report to work because someone expects them to be on a job site by a certain time. And I understand some of you have uh, have to help get the kids up and, and off to school. But, you know, we need to understand to have an effective, quiet, devotional time takes discipline. It only comes about when you, yourself, commit to the task. And when you do, you will see great rewards. God will bless you mightily. Now, to help develop that discipline for a quiet time, I would recommend having someone check on you from time to time. Like, ask what you read in your quiet time today, or what are you reading right now? What did you take away from it during this time? Someone who could encourage you, and, and you could encourage them. Remember, Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9 teaches us that two, two are better than one, for they bring a greater return for their labor. So let's review what I shared. One, there's many resources out there you can tap into to help you in starting your daily devotional in quiet time. Contact your pastor or men's leader for help if you need, and you can even contact me at kfearmen at gmail.com if you need to. Two, seek a place where you can be alone and undisturbed, preferably a place in your home, but it could also be in your car, in your office. Remember, I even sat on my tool locker for a few years, maybe, maybe in a park or on a park bench or sitting under a shade tree. The key is to find a place. Three, set a time. Of course, this will all depend on the location of your quiet time, but set the time and stick to it. Best to start the day, but many also end their day with a devotional. Just remember, when you begin to deviate, you'll find reasons not to do it. And then number four, seek someone to join you on this journey. Not to have a quiet time together, but to encourage and compare notes on what God is doing in your life. This will help develop that discipline you need to make it a part of your life. This is something I could spend the next hour talking about. And I condensed it greatly to try to meet the five-minute time slot for these talks. And I think I probably went over just a little bit. I might speak more about this in detail in the next men's ministry moment. So, so watch for the next one and join me then at so until then, to the challenge and adventure to disciple men, God bless.